the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. It is uh, super-duper-duper hot out there. <laughs> Just keep saying it. Just keep saying it until it, until it works. No, I want to keep hearing it. <laughs> hey, welcome. It's, uh, it's good to be with you here on this uh, Friday afternoon. It sure is. Kath, uh, mm-hmm. you look like uh, you're cool. Huh? I'm so hot today, yeah. people. Yeah. yeah. Listen, we're doing some renovations at uh, our house. Mm-hmm. And so today, uh, I don't know if any of you have used a pod. I've not. I've, I've seen them. I've never used a pod before. But we had a pod delivered to our house because we had to get everything out of the first floor, completely, everything out. Mm-hmm. And it was so much work to do that. Mm-hmm. You think, how did I end up with all this stuff? Why do I have all this stuff? Yeah. Why do I have all this? Couches, chairs, oh books, record gosh. players, China DVDs, cab. CDs, oh papers, cards. Yeah. The tchotchka. And how about little things like, do we really need two, three hole punchers? <laughs> well, they might spark some do joy. We, I don't know. It's just a question I'm asking. Do we need <laughs> six pairs of scissors? Oh my gosh! Well, okay. probably not six pair. No, you no. like six pair, Christy? Listen, likes... you might need them for arts and crafts. Okay, so six pair. That air is over. Who's doing arts and crafts at that house? What the four of us? Can yeah. You, can you imagine me doing an art no, or a craft? Forget it. Whenever your kids are like six or you know eight, maybe at the right. most, that's it. It's a done. Right. I read like a hundred news stories a day. I'm not right. doing arts and crafts. After they're done with the Girl Scouts. You just let those sisters go. Right. Anyway, it's just it's it's absurd how much stuff there is. So there were just bags of garbage. Mm. There was bags of stuff to give away. There were I mean it's just oh my gosh. And I I think the thing I'm proudest about today, huh. my husband and I did not divorce. Listen, mm-hmm. anyone who's not married, you know, you, you don't understand that. When you go through things like that, oh my gosh. Right? Cuz everything comes out. Every little nod of the head right. or grunt or right. sl- oh that oh I remember that. I think I each one that. of us said at least 3 times. Why are you so mad? (laughs) (laughs) Which itself is an invitation to get mad. Right, exactly. (laughs) Why are you so mad? What do you mean, why am I so mad? I'll tell you why. (laughs) Oh, boy. And and really, I do believe at the heart of it, I do believe at the heart of it are the 600 books I have. That would make somebody mad. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a lot of weight. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I mean, I I have so many books, John. (laughs) Why are you so mad? Why are you so mad? Mm-hmm. Very, very good. Well, okay. So the pod is there. Is the pod waterproof? What? Well, listen. We said last night they delivered it yesterday. Yeah. We said last night if it's dry in the morning, it's always oh, going to be course. dry, right? It was the perfect. Storm. It was dry. It was dry. Absolutely. Okay. The fabulous. pod is great. Very good. I support the pod. It's very nice. All right. Actually, there. we decided that if we don't like the renovations, like we're just going to go out and live in the pod. Or just get, what if you just like got rid of the whole pod? Like it went oh, away. Yeah, just like we, we just told the pod we people. We don't need that. You know, take it. Take because it. Because you can either tell the pod people 
to leave the pod where it is. Yeah. Or you can fill it up and they take it away. Forever. No. Oh, they'll they bring take, it back. It, it's like a storage unit. Oh, because like, it's unsightly. Right. Like, you're not going to, like, your neighbors might go, why is that pod? It's I'm been sure there for like all five of my months. neighbors are doing that. Won't well, be five months. It's okay. Put a tree in front of it. Put a tree in front of the pod. <laughs> anyway. As we always do, we get underway with the show. Kath gives us the top news stories of the day. Please, Kath, give us the top four at four. All right, for Friday, August 13th, 2021, I decided to go for happy stories. Please, it's Friday. There are so many sad stories in the news. I thought, you know, I'm not talking about any of them. Thank you. Number one. Appreciate it. Major League Baseball spent the day and night building up last night's game between the Yankees and the White Sox. Mm -hmm. According what? come it on. It doesn't make I like, me happy. I, it's the Yankees. Of course. I like so, the Yankees. He's so, I hate the Oh, Yankees. Christy likes the Yankees. I what hate the so much. Heck? Oh. According to USA Today, the pregame festivities at the specially constructed stadium near the Dyersville Diamond from the 1989 movie Field of Dreams had plenty of Hollywood-like moments with star actor Kevin Costner and players from both teams even emerging from the Iowa corn in the outfield before the lineups were announced. Cool. The game didn't disappoint either. Here's the best part. The Yankees and White Sox spent the night dazzling fans in the 8,000-seat stadium. Isn't that great? That's very cool. And the nationally televised Fox audience at home, a ball after ball into the Iowa corn with eight home runs. The final came on a walk-off two-run shot by Tim Anderson in the bottom of the ninth. Very nice. White Sox win 9-8. Right. That was fun. That was fun, yeah. But they still had Geico ads. Yeah, they the, did. I know. I know. That, that wasn't was in the cornfield. Sorry, that was not in the cornfield. Number two. Tony Bennett, who we love. Oh, I mean, what a, what Tony. an absolute legend. He has canceled the rest of his 2021 tour dates and has retired from touring. Oh, really? Yes, he has. According to ABC News, the legendary singer who marked his, get ready for it, 95th birthday last week by performing with Lady Gaga at two sold-out shows at Radio City Music Hall. He pulled out of concerts in New York, Maryland, Connecticut, Oklahoma, and Canada because his doctor said, look... We're like, there's too Tony. much going on. The coronavirus is right. too dangerous. We're like, we're Leave your heart in anymore. San Francisco and just hang exactly. it up. Exactly. Would you please? Bennett's family revealed back in February that the 19-time Grammy winner has been battling Alzheimer's disease, which he was diagnosed with in 2016. Number three. The Steelers beat the Eagles last night in game two. I'm calling it two because we played you know, the Hall of Fame game. Of the NFL preseason, final score 24-16. Mason Rudolph hit one big pass. 33 yards to Deontay Johnson. Dwayne Haskins led a first-half touchdown drive. Josh Dobbs threw an interception but completed his other five passes for 30 yards. All right. I mean, he was fine. No turnovers. Not so bad. Oh, it's preseason. All right. At number four, if you're thinking of getting a dog, you might, depending on your point of view, want to consider a funny, inspiring, and memorable name for your pandemic pet. Mm. And the name right now gaining in popularity is Fauci. Yes, Rover.com. They have a list of trending dog names. Fauci is listed near the top along with, are you ready? Covey, hmm. Rona, and Corona. But Biden and Trump did not make the cut. Those are all bad choices. Mm -hmm, I think they are. Now, the human Dr. Fauci seems a bit surprised by this bit of news. Hey, Fauci. Quote, I don't think I feel flattered by it, he said on a phone call he to the Washington be. Post. I just think it's kind of interesting. Although, listen to this, when the writer of the Post piece mentioned that a neighbor had named her female chicken Fauci, the doctor laughed and said, things get weirder by the moment. <laughs> 
And that is your top four at four. Right. So if you take your dog to the dog park and your dog's name is Fauci, you might elect, uh, elect cheers mm-hmm. and boos at the same time. You might. It's a contentious name, is it not? You might. I think it's very funny that someone named their female chicken Fauci. <laughs> You're Fauci. Listen. Come here, Fauci. Come on now. Someone, uh, down, that, that Washington Post piece is funny. Did you read it? I did not. Oh, it's funny. No. It's really funny. Anyway, a woman, uh, someone who is an American who lives in the Netherlands named their dog Fauci. Mm-hmm. And she thought it was funny and clever, except she realized that nobody who lives in the Netherlands knows who oh, he is. Oh, that's good. Right? So apparently it sounds like a, a Dutch word. And mm-hmm. so people keep thinking that she's calling her dog Mistake. <laughs> Your mistake. Yeah. So anyway. All right. Well, if you get another, uh, if you get a dog, may call your dog Ship. (laughs) Oh, fine. You're going to bring that up on a Friday, right? I'm telling you, (laughs) I didn't say it. Uh People, you guys. All right. Listen, uh, we're going to talk about pets today on the show a little bit. Yeah. Five o'clock hour. (coughs) A lot of people who bought pets during the pandemic are sorry they did it. Mm-hmm. Yes, we will. And we'll also talk about the Miracle Blanket on sale now. By Reverend Jim Baker. That's right. Yeah. That and much more. We'll take a quick break. Dr. Richard Mile will be with us. In our own little corner of the world, when we see the world in despair, do you feel hopeless? What do you do? Do you respond somehow? That's next on The Ride Home. W-O-R-D. Moms are the most influential people on the planet. For years, you've trusted Focus on the Family. Now you have the chance to experience it in person. Enter the Focus on the Family VIP experience. We'll fly you and three others to Focus on the Family headquarters, where you'll stay at Great Wolf Lodge in Colorado Springs and sit in on an actual Focus on the Family program. Enter once per day and complete bonus tasks to increase your chances of winning. The Focus on the Family VIP experience. Register to win at work fm.com slash focus a story of god's blessing from the international fellowship of christians and jews katerina a holocaust survivor katerina was one of many children when she was younger and she remembers her mother and her father all the good times that they had with the synagogue and jewish life and she'll never forget the day the nazis came in i am blessed to thank the american people again because you brought me food today and you saved me from hunger she said americans are here to save me once again this is from christians in america we're going to be here with you a gift of $25 to the fellowship helps provide one survival food box for a poor elderly Jew. Call 800-489-8585. 800-489-8585. That's 800-489-8585. Or give online at helpjewishpeople.org. That's helpjewishpeople.org. It's been tough talking to my doctor about constipation with belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. I finally laid all my symptoms out there and how they keep coming back. She said I may have irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC. We agreed. It's time to try something different. Linzess, or linaclotide, is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives. It lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right 
right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. There could be more to your story with IBSC. Visit a doctor in person or online. Say yes to Linzess. Learn more at linzess.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. Sponsored by Abby and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. Sadly, in 2020, 24 children died of pediatric vehicular heat stroke, and many of these incidents occurred when parents or caregivers simply forgot the child was in the car. A child's body temperature rises three to five times faster than an adult's, and leaving a child in a hot vehicle can lead to their death very quickly. If you see a child left unattended and can't locate their parents, call 911. If the child looks unresponsive, do whatever it takes to get him or her out safely, including breaking the window. Your actions may save the life of a child. Brought to you by NHTSA. You know, you hear the news and you think, I, I mean, know. Oh, God. The world, uh, it's, it's hard to find hope sometimes in it, isn't it? Yes. The despair that we're surrounded by. And Richard Miles with us. He's professor of faith and public life at Fuller Theological Seminary in Pasadena, California. He has served as president there for 20 years, written numerous books as well. His latest is called Adventures in Evangelical Civility. And Richard, welcome to the show. How are you, friend? I'm doing fine. It sounds like you guys are in kind of a down mood, but uh, I think I am too about the very topic you're talking about. Oh, gosh, Richard, I got to tell you, you know, it, later in the program, our good friend, uh, Dr. Len Bartlotti, who spent decades of his life living in Afghanistan is going to be with us and kind of help us to understand what's going on there and help us to know how to pray uh, for the people there. But it's just made John and I think about all the times, you know, we've traveled overseas. We've met, I mean, countless unbelievable believers in Jesus. And you hear about societies collapsing. You think of places you visited that are, you know, now in collapse. I don't know, Richard, you've traveled probably more than John and I put together. How do you deal with that? How, how do you, I, I don't know, how do you pray and how do you get that, get it right in your head? Well, you know, sometimes you just ask the Holy Spirit to pray on your behalf because you don't know what to do. I mean, what a, you know, I, I, I'm a product of the anti-war movement in the 1960s, you know? yeah. and and I had easy answers then. I can still remember somebody saying to me in a public debate, well, how are we going to get out of there? And I said, oh, it's very easy. Give each soldier a number and have a, a couple planes there and call the number, and when it's their number, they get on the plane, and when the plane is full, you leave, you know? What I wasn't thinking of was the pain of some of the people they're leaving behind, you know, including the church. And and this is an aspect of it. I mean, I oppose the the war in, um, you know, various wars. Uh, and, and one of the things we never talk about is what have we done to the church in Iraq? Uh, what have we done to the Christian communities in Afghanistan? I mean, these are big issues. And uh, we, we don't think that when it's, we're saying it's okay to start bombing Beirut, that there are going to be churches that are destroyed there, you know? Yes. And, and that's, that's a part of it. So I think for many of us, in order to personalize it and to give it a focus, we can't just pray sort of generically, God bless Afghanistan, you know? But to try to become informed about people with whom we have very natural bonds there. And that is our, our our brothers and sisters in Christ. And I think what you're doing, bringing on this this fine expert, uh, Christian expert, is to to give people some names, some some communities to 
they can pray for there. I don't know what else to do, you know, because I can pray for wisdom for the president of the United States and the Congress and all the rest. But uh, what a what a horrible thing for people who have translated for the American forces there right. suddenly to be left behind. And and what is it going to mean for schools of young women who've been established there? And they're going to have a, an ideology coming in that's deadly opposed to educating women. You know? right. Yes. I mean, there's so much. There's so many threads to this that are in each one of them is horrific. I mean, you think about the 20, the 20 years we've been there, 20-plus years in Afghanistan, and how many thousands of our service people lost their lives yes. or were mortally injured, you know, with massive bombings and whatnot. And yeah. they probably go, what, what was that all for? Right. What no, was the point I, of all that? Of course, but at the same time. You think of how many women, how many young girls, if America had never gone, right, I would get. never have had an education, That's right. would never have had any hope of not being in an arranged marriage. You know, the the the, yeah. the tragedy for me when I, you know, I'm a woman, I remember being the age of going to college and thinking how much promise there was and what my future was. And to think that those women who had that promise over the last 20 years are now seeing it all disappear. Yeah, right. And, you know, that's such an important point, too, because uh, we have done some good there. Yes. And all we can hope for is that that the Lord will continue to find ways to bless the good things that have been accomplished and bless those young women who have gotten an education. And uh, I think that's a focus of our prayers. Now, the focus of our policies, I just don't know, you know. I mean, it, it grieves me. To, to see us leaving there, mm-hmm. even though at the same time, you know, we used to complain. America has this messianic complex, you know, we can go any place in the world and just solve people's problems with our military strengths and, and the like. And, and I, I, I worry about that as well. But the fact is, we got in there <laughs> and we made commitments there. Yeah. And how do we best honor at least the best of those commitments that that we've invested in, in that country. Yeah. Oh, wow. John, you brought up a good point. I interrupted you before about people who've served in the military, yeah. who gave everything, everything, um, and families who lost loved ones there. And they're now wondering. What was it for? What was the point of all this, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and Richard, it's, it's true, right? I mean, there's so many of these things, the, the service people that are there, the money that's been spent, what's going to happen to, you know, women in schools there, uh, our allies that are left behind. The good news is, at least for I don't know how many thousands of people who are friends of our country, who acted as support or interpreters or whatnot, the the, the way is being paved now for them to come to the United States. Yeah. Which brings up other issues of immigration and how great America is and in the midst of our internal turmoil of, you know, racial reconciliation and whatnot that's happening here in the United States. People still want and need to come to this country. We are still in many ways a bright and shining light on the hill. Yeah, we are. And and I think one of the things that we can really pray for is that the people from Afghanistan who do come will be treated with dignity mm-hmm. and with a real sense of gratitude for what they have done. You know? mm-hmm. yes. and, and frankly, as we know, with all the debates going on about immigration, uh, 
one of the last things anybody thinks of is to show gratitude to people who are coming into this country, mm-hmm. you know, right, yeah. and or 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 feel their pain. Uh, and and so we have an opportunity here at least to look good uh, because we're doing the right kind of thing mm-hmm. for people who were welcoming into our society because they have served us. They're not just coming as with their hands out, you know, give me stuff. But these are people who uh, we had our hands out in many ways, and, and they served us. Right. We're talking with uh, Dr. Richard Mao uh, from Fuller Theological Seminary in Pasadena, California. So, Richard, you know, you, you join us once a month or so, and we kind of, you know, uh, run the gamut here of topics and ideas. And we always wonder, you know, what's what's life like for you in California right now? Um, you know, it, it, the weird thing that's happening, and I believe this is not just specific to Western Pennsylvania, but uh, how many places businesses are crying for people to help? We need workers. We need employees whether it's, you know, at grocery stores or restaurants or whatnot. And I think what's happened to everybody? I mean, how how has the world turned so topsy-turvy where people don't need or have to work anymore? How are things for you in California? Well, it's been kind of a roller coaster, you know, John and Kathy. I mean, it's been, uh, it looked like we were going to get back into the, you know, something like the normal that we had a couple of years ago. Us too. And now we're having this surge of COVID cases again and Delta and all of that. And it's really a tough time because, I mean, we're talking not just about what what people like us, can we go to restaurants? We're talking about five-year-old kids who were planning to start school. Right. And they were really looking forward to that. And now it's a frightening thing, you know? And it's, I mean, the human dimensions of it, and that's one of the things that we often, I mean, I agree with you. I worry about owners of restaurants who uh, may not make it, you know, and people in the grocery business. And uh, there's just so much right now. um, Pumping gasoline is a a, a big issue uh, with prices and all the rest. Uh, But we also need to think of of little kids and of uh, parents who send their kids off to school and really worry about their health, about their safety. Uh, and, and, you know, this is the tragedy of our fallen world, that, that uh, sin is a very complex thing. And, 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 you know, we want people to come to know Jesus. But Jesus wants us to care about people beyond the believing community, you know, to care about the public good, the common good, and I think this is a time when churches can really get together and try to think of people that we often don't focus on who are going to be hurt by this. And, you know, one thing you can do is just we've got a a really good Mexican restaurant in town that's really hurting because they they managed to do well uh, with outside dining, but now the owners of that mini mall won't let them do that anymore. And, you know, it's a crazy time. I mean, one thing you can do is just send a note to the owner of that restaurant and just say, please tell your folks who work for you that we're praying. We're, we're, you know, we're just praying that God will help you in this difficult time. You know? And I think and buy a burrito. Yeah. Please. Tacos for Jesus, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, 
Richard, Richard, we love you. Thanks so much for being with us again, uh, for being such a good friend for so long. And, you know, our best to you and your wife, everybody out in California. Hey, thanks so much. And I hope this, I just want to say you guys are doing a great thing just to talk about this thing with the kind of people who are listening to you. Just need that. We need to have these conversations. So bless you both. God bless you, Richard. So yeah, much. Good to hear your voice. Bye bye. Dr. Richard Mao from Fuller Theological Seminary. We're just getting underway. This is the Friday edition of The Ride Home. Coming up next is our week, uh, our Friday special, This or That. We just choose things and one or the other. This or that. That's next. In the good old summertime, in the good old summertime. It may sound a little corny, but it really is the good old summertime at the Springhouse in 84. The sun is shining, the cows are out on the pasture, the sweet corn is almost ready, the Springhouse produce tables are filled with freshly picked vegetables, and we're up to our elbows in ice cream. And you know what? That all makes the Springhouse a very fun place to be. Why not jump in the car right now for a country drive to 84? Come for homemade lunch or supper or just to eat ice cream and enjoy sweet country air. Be sure to take home our famous chocolate milk and baked goods. Don't forget that. We're just four miles east of Washington on Route 136, and it doesn't take long to get to us. Call 228-3339 for more directions to the Spring House in 84. The United States has killed Osama bin Laden. Hours after that announcement, the White House leaked that it was SEAL Team 6 that carried out the operation. Al-Qaeda placed bounties on the heads of all Navy SEALs. Then just three months later, a U.S. Army helicopter carrying many from SEAL Team 6 and others. Anybody out there, we have a fallen angel. A fallen angel. Roger. Fallen Angel. Extortion 1-7. The story most Americans don't know. Watch exclusively at SalemNow.com. To serve as a ruling elder is a high and holy office. RPTS now offers five flexible online courses to help you shepherd the Church of God. The Ruling Elders Program features courses on biblical counseling, interpretation, worship, the church, care and administration, plus preaching at elective options that best fit your ministry paradigm. No papers, no exams, just solid biblical teaching from experienced pastor professors. Individual and group rates available. RPTS, study under pastors. Learn more at rpts.edu. You can win an all-expense-paid trip to Focus on the Family's Sea Life 2021 event in Dallas, August 28th, includes round-trip airfare for you and your family, hotel, and event admission. Hear from Focus on the Family President Jim Daly, music from Matthew West, and a host of inspiring speakers to help you live out your pro-life values. Enter the Focus on the Family Celebrate Life Dallas Getaway. To enter the Focus on the Family Celebrate Life Dallas Getaway, go to wordfm.com today. Whether it's offering curbside or next-day delivery for online orders on over 160,000 parts or getting involved in their local communities, when it comes to serving you, Napa's Motor never quits. That's Napa know-how. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Radio.com. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. 
cloudy and humid tonight with a strong thunderstorm in the area this evening. It'll be followed by a thunderstorm in parts of the area late tonight. Those storms could bring flash flooding and damaging winds. Expect a low of 67. Tomorrow, more clouds than sun, less humid in the afternoon, high 78. Clear skies tomorrow night, low 57. Sunday, sunshine and a few clouds. A nice wrap-up to the weekend with a high of 79. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Excited. It's time now for this or that. It's our weekly mm-hmm. Friday foray into the ridiculousness. It's pretty much self-explanatory. You choose this or you choose that. Kath has a list this of this or that, and so mm-hmm. do I. Kath, uh, you want to go first or shall I? I feel like I'd like to go first this time. All right. Okay, fine. Um, so the Pirates. <laughs> They're 41 and 74. Yeah. Now we traded our three best players. Mm-hmm. Just Wednesday night, you watched Adam Wainwright for the St. Louis Cardinals uh, pitch a complete game shutout against uh, the Pirates. And get two hits. And so that inspired me. So I have here for you today the A Lot Seems to Be Going Wrong edition oh. of This or That. Okay. Okay. Now, this may be a theme for the yeah. show, quite honestly. The A Lot. Okay. So think mm-hmm. of the Buckos. Yeah. God love them. Number one, a losing Pirates season or a losing Steeler season? Well, I've been so used to a losing Pirates season. <laughs> I mean, what's one more? Yeah. I'll okay. choose it. A All losing right. Pirates season. Number two, John, when you've had a bad day, mm. be by yourself or be with other people? Uh, I like to be by myself. Mm-hmm. By myself. Okay. Number three, death of a salesman oh. or streetcar named desire? <laughs> I mean, both big pick-me-ups. <laughs> uh, I'm doing death of a salesman. Are you? Yeah. Number four, life is beautiful mm. or the color purple? Oh, my gosh. Uh <laughs> Uh, I'll do Life is Beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Continuing on with the uh, A Lot Seems to Be Going the Wrong. The edition. A Lot Seems to Be Going Wrong edition of this or that. Right. Number five, uh, being behind the whole game, then losing, <laughs> or being up for the whole game and losing at the very end? No, no, just being behind. You know what's coming, so it's easier to okay. just no, take I it. I understand yeah. that. Uh, number six, Lay Miz uh-huh. or Rent? Oh, Lay Miz. Oh. Times 10. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. All right. At least there's some redemption there yeah, for yeah, crying please, out loud. You know. Number seven, The Grapes of Wrath by John Steinbeck. I love that show. Or The Road by Cormac McCarthy. Oh, <laughs> boy. Cormac McCarthy, The Road. I mean, that is such. Isn't there it? is some redemption in The Grapes oh. of Wrath. There is. I, 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 I'll take The Grapes of Wrath. Okay. Number eight, Hurt by Johnny Cash mm-hmm. or September of My Years by Sinatra. Whoa. Uh, wow. <laughs> wow. I, holy smokes. Uh, I'm doing a hurt by Johnny Cash. I, I would yeah. too, because yeah. I hate that Sinatra yeah. song. Number nine, Breaking Bad <laughs> or The Handmaid's Tale? Oh, boy. <laughs> Listen, I love Breaking Bad. As dark as it was, I'm going there. All right. Number 10, when you are upset, John Hall, yeah. think of something funny, laugh, and get yourself out of the funk you uh, were in. Or when you are upset, think of dark outcomes only and sink further into abject despair. You know who I am. I'm, I'm holding on to that rock, and I'm sinking further in. I'm going deeper and deeper, right? The darkness of it all. Yes, of course. Abject despair. Thank you. There you go. Very good. Very good. <laughs> Painful as it is. I'm not much better here. You know, we've been doing this or that for a while. Every week I kind of struggle with this. Mm-hmm. So I come at you with some odd choices no, today. I all can't right? wait for them. All right. Listening to heavy metal 24-7. <laughs> okay. Getting a buzz cut. <laughs> I mean... Well, I already talked about what happens when my hair's short, so I think I'm going to go with the metal. All right. I like Metallica. I can hear a lot of that. Converting to Buddhism 
converting to Hare Krishna. <laughs> How about not converting? Happy this or that? This what? or that? Okay, so I'm going to become Buddhist. I think I got to pick Buddhism. All right. I mean, at least there's some like you know we're searching for some peace there. All right. Wearing a mask forever. <laughs> getting a septum piercing. <laughs> okay. I mean, I hate masks. You know, I hate masks. I wear them, but I hate them. Uh, I'm going to pick the masks though because oh. the septum <laughs> thing is no, it's right. wrong. <laughs> thought I'd ask. Thought I'd ask. Troy Palomalu. Yeah. Dick LeBeau. That's mean. This or that. Troy. There we go. A dill pickle. Mm. A bread and butter pickle. Oh, very good. Uh, on both sides, I have to go bread and butter at the I end of the day. You. Would you, though? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Ice cream. Filet mignon. Filet. Hey. Oh, yeah. All right. Waiting for an important phone call that never comes. Falling down the basement steps. <laughs> uh, I'm going to pick, as difficult as it is, waiting for the phone call that never comes. <laughs> okay. Sunburn. Poison ivy. I, I Here's the thing. I've never had poison ivy. Oh. And so the thought of it in my head is so horrendous that I'm choosing sunburn. <laughs> Choose the devil you know. Okay, very good. A night at a hotel... A night at a B and B. Oh, I enjoy both. I choose B and B. All right. Mm-hmm. Hitchhiking to Florida. <laughs> Doing that. No did. shower for a month. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, I can't do the no shower. I can't. But I've never hitchhiked in my life. Never. I, I'm picking that. I'm hitchhiking to Florida. Oh, as dangerous as it is. Because I can't shower. Forget there it. you go. All right. That's my weird this or that for this August day. All right, we'll take a quick break, come back. Another pick-me-up guest on the way. We're talking chronic pain. (laughs) (laughs) Chronic pain on the ride home. You might tune in here, 4 to 6 on Word FM. 101.5 WORD. Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music on the weekends. With the best new music. New New music. New music from Chris Tomlin and friends. Thank you, Lord. I just gotta say thank you, Lord. On our way by Mercy B. Yeah, we're on our way. And promises from Maverick City Music. The best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Brought to you by Trinity Jewelers. 101.5 Word FM on the weekend. I'm Pastor Bill Brinesma of the Pittsburgh Protestant Reformed Church in Forest Hills. We are examining God's control over all the affairs of this world, especially in connection with the COVID pandemic that has laid low our country and world. Although unbelievers deny God's control over all things, we as believers take great comfort that the God whom we serve, the God who therefore loves us, is in control not only of our lives, but of all that takes place in this world. This is why Paul could ask in Romans 8.31, If God be for us, who can be against us? Nothing, Paul continues, will be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is true because all things are controlled by the hand of God. Since we as God's people are held within his tender care, we have nothing to fear. For information on our church, look up prcpittsburgh.org or call 412-727-6811. 
preaching the kingdom of God and teaching those things that concern the Lord Jesus Christ. As you know, Mike Lindell has a passion to help everybody get the best sleep of their lives. And he didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the Giza Dream Bed Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza Sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. The first night that you sleep on the Giza Sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors, and Mike's latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. For a limited time, you receive 50% off the Giza Dream Sheets. You receive a set for as low as $49.99. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use promo code WORD. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress stopper, MyPillow towel seats, and much more. Call one 800 3910954 use the promo code word 1-800-3910954 promo code word Cornerstone Prep in West Mifflin provides preparation for life supporting the goals of Christian families across 15 South Hills districts at Cornerstone Prep pre-K through 12th grade students are equipped through biblical discipleship and authentic education that features the arts sports AP and dual credit courses and a heavy STEAM emphasis that ensures Christian students are fully ready for life after graduation now offering five-day pre-K for three and four-year-olds Cornerstone Prep preparation for life at cornerstoneprep.net How's your pain? The truth is that to be alive is to be in some form of pain, right? Whether it's psychological pain, mental pain, physical pain, all of us carry these burdens with us all day, every day. But what do you think about the church and the response to chronic pain? Is there a place for that recognition within the established church? Well, Dina Dyer is with us. She's an author, a speaker, a coach who lives with chronic pain. Uh, she's written a piece about chronic pain and the church and here today to talk to us about that. Dina, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, good to talk to you, Dina. Now, in the article that you wrote for Christianity Today, you wrote about um, the traffic accident you were involved in when you were a senior. So tell us about that and then tell us about the resulting injuries that you have. Right. Well, when I was a senior at Baylor University, I was in a head-on collision, and I walked away at first and thought I wasn't hurt, but later I started to have neck problems. And then um, a few years ago, I had neck surgery due to that deterioration. Um, So, yeah, I've struggled with chronic pain and fatigue since then and have since been diagnosed with a couple of other autoimmune illnesses. So that's a lot for you to carry, Dina. Now, when you talk about your pain at church, do people nod their head and go, yeah, I'm so sorry for your suffering, but my I have my own pain as well. So, you know, is there space to have that conversation safely at church? In my church, there really is. Um, I've been there on and off for our whole, mostly on for our whole married life. My husband and I, Kira, have been there for almost 25 years. So there is now, I think, I think the church is more open now than it used to be. And and I'm talking about the greater church as well to talking about suffering. I think for a long time we hid behind smiles and sometimes we still do. Um, You know, and, and I don't, talk about my pain to everybody. Um, I don't, when someone says, how are you doing? I don't dive into that, you know, when I first get to church, but I have trusted friends and a community.
community, a tribe that I can I can share very very honestly with. What about? Um, I have a friend who suffers with chronic pain, and I, from her perspective, she feels like it's something that people either forget about, or they it's so outside their frame of reality or understanding that they don't know the right question to ask. Have you had a, a similar experience? Oh, I've definitely had that. Um, one reason I like to write about it is just to open people's minds and so that they learn how to emphasize with those with chronic pain because it is invisible. You can't see it like you could a broken arm or a broken leg or a wheelchair. Right. So that's one reason I like to write and speak about it because I think we do tend to forget about it. And we also tend to try to, we don't like suffering. We don't want to suffer ourselves. And so we tend to try to give answers or quick fixes or, hey, my aunt tried this. You should try this. And that's not really helpful. Right. Okay. So um, like Kathy, I know people who have suffering through chronic pain. And when I see them, you know, at church, I want to acknowledge that. But at the same time, I think they must be so tired of thinking about it and talking about it. Maybe whenever they come to church, the last thing they want to do is engage in conversation about it. Is is that true, or is that just me trying to sidestep the issue? Well, I can't speak for your friends, but for me, when someone asks me, how are you doing with your pain? I know you, know, you deal with a lot. I feel seen. Mm-hmm. I feel acknowledged. And I feel I'm not alone. Like they, they understand that it's a struggle that doesn't go away. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Okay. I Does that make that. sense? Yeah. yeah. Dina Dyer is with us. She's an author and a speaker. She's written a piece at Christianity Today this month on uh, chronic pain. And one of the things you brought up that, to be honest with you, I hadn't really thought of um, is a, a note to the church to remember that people who suffer this way suffer with something that's expensive. Can you talk about that? Yeah. Well, yes, definitely medicines and insurance and uh, surgeries and all the things that people with chronic pain have to deal with, as you know, are expensive. I have a friend who has a very rare autoimmune condition, and she, her medicine, she told me when I interviewed her for this, is over $100,000 a year just for to be treated. So I think we do forget about that, that very... Um, tangible cost. Uh, and I think churches can set aside funds. I think that will be something great for a church to do, to help people that have this continual, um, not, it doesn't go away, so it's a continual monthly expense. Right. So what about the idea of of looking at the suffering, knowing your suffering, talking about it, but uh, allowing the church or the individuals to make space for it, right? I mean, I, I got to be honest, you know, in all the times that, you know, uh, I'm involved in prayer life at church, I don't really pray for people who are suffering with chronic pain. It's just, it's because I'm not suffering chronic pain, not to say that, you know, it's all about me, but you know what I mean? It's the day-to-day thing of you um, of you trying to negotiate through the chronic pain. It doesn't translate to my knowledge. So... Uh, I guess I'm asking about the awareness of it all. Of course, you don't want to be beating the drum all the time. Oh, you know, hey, I'm in pain, I'm in pain, I'm in pain. But at the same time, for those of us who are not, we need to be aware of this so we can be of assistance in some way. I think that's so true. And I think, again, that's one reason I like to talk about it and write about it. Um, I have a friend who has a wonderful ministry just for this purpose that churches can access 
It's called Chronic Joy. And there's all sorts of resources on there that they they give, um, most of them free of charge because they're a nonprofit, to help people acknowledge others with chronic pain and to help them start support groups in their church or just, you know, print off resources. So the, these these unseen heroes, as I like to say, can feel acknowledged and supported. Yeah. Well, Dina, thanks for being with us, bringing this to our attention, kind of nudging us to be, you know, Aware. kinder and better. Um, for people who are who are also sufferers or, or family members or have loved ones who are sufferers, um, how is could they get in touch with you? Would you welcome that? Oh, I would love that. Yes, um, the easiest way is just through my website, and it's Dina D E N A D Y E R dot com. Okay. Well, Dina, thanks an awful lot. We uh, appreciate the awareness of you bringing up this issue that, uh, to be honest, we had not spent a lot of time thinking about, praying about. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me today. Our pleasure. DinaDyer.com to engage, to think about this, to help someone along, to pray about it as well in our own communities. We'll come back. Uh, we got more ahead. We're just getting underway. It's the Friday edition of The Ride Home. Stick around. If you have an unpaid tax debt to the IRS that you can't pay, please hear this special notice. Specially approved IRS relief programs designed to aid delinquent taxpayers are now in effect that can significantly improve your financial situation. Depending on your circumstances, you may qualify to have your tax problem resolved in your favor and may even have your back taxes reduced by thousands or eliminated entirely. A relief hotline has been established by Community Tax for you to call and see if you qualify at 800-500-5588. If you owe the IRS back taxes that you can't afford to pay, don't let the IRS trick you into thinking you have no way out. Our highly accredited tax professionals will let you know what you qualify for and how much you can save. We may be able to stop all liens, garnishments, levies, and save you thousands. Call and see if you qualify for this taxpayer relief at 800-500-5588. That's 800-500-5588. Community Tax. Who's your tax guy? Let's see. If something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month. And that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want to plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. Very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need, 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE, 844-45-BIBLE. What is an integrated curriculum? For the teachers at Jubilee Christian School in Mount Lebanon, their award-winning approach is like a wheel, where subjects like science, math, and language arts are the spokes. But at the center, God is the hub, holding it all together. And through hands-on learning, monthly field experiences, the all-school unit, and more, kids develop a passion for learning and faith in a way that's really cool. Schedule a private tour today. Jubilee Christian School, K-6 grade. Imagine, believe, achieve at jubileecs.org. 
This is Pastor Tom Hall of First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh. Maybe you've missed church because of the pandemic. Maybe it's been years since you've come, or maybe you've never darkened a church door. But maybe it's time to discover God's love, God's truth, God's purpose for your life. Join us at First Presbyterian Church, 326th Avenue, downtown Pittsburgh, Sunday mornings at 1045 or online at fpcp.org. You are welcome here. In my reading today, I came across a really odd statistic that I, I just can't wrap myself around. Listen to this. The United States imports more than one million dogs a year. The annual demand for dogs, imported or not, is eight million. What? What does that even mean? The United States imports a million dogs a year, and the demand for dogs, eight million dogs a year, are are bought. That's shocking. It surely is. The American Pet Products Association released its biennial pet owners survey. Pet ownership has increased from an estimated 67% of U.S. households to some 72%. 72% of us have pets. Well, okay, so there's three of us here. There's you, Christy, our producer, and me, and 66.6% of us have dogs. Mm -hmm. You and Christy do. Very nice. Mm -hmm. I'm the lone holdout. Not because I don't love dogs, because I do. Mm -hmm. Millennials were the largest cohort of pet owners at 32%, followed by boomers at 27%, and Gen X at 24 Mm -hmm. People are shocked when they hear the number of dogs that have been imported to the United States, says Sheila Goff, Vice President of Government Relations for the American Kennel Club. Some are going to pet stores. Some are going to shelters. A lot of those dogs are being sold online. The USDA. You can buy a dog online. I guess so, right? That's how I found Milo. Did you? you? Yeah. Did you? Via Facebook. What's that like? I mean, I was just searching dachshunds. Yeah. (laughs) And then I stumbled upon the cutest picture of the cutest dog ever. And Mm -hmm. he is super cute. Super cute. Mm -hmm. So, what was it? Just somebody who posted on Facebook, I have a miniature dachshund? Yeah. Really? You think he came in like from Venezuela? I have no idea. Ported somewhere. I don't. Mm -hmm. They told me. I don't remember. Uh The U.S. Border Patrol are ill-equipped to police batches. Uh, Dogs arrive in the U.S. in groups as big as 40 or 50 with fake health certificates that have been photocopied. Oh, now we're trafficking dogs? Uh Uh-huh. Here's the good news. The number of dogs going to shelters and being euthanized has plummeted over the last 50 years thanks to the success of spay and neuter programs. Terrific. And the rise of responsible dog ownership in which people commit to keeping a dog for life. I think it was Bob Barker. Oh, yeah, Bob Barker. Remember at the end of Price is Right? Remember how he'd do that forever? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to spay and neuter your pets. Right. While shady puppy mills do exist, most domestic breeders are highly ethical but are being squeezed by state and local laws that limit conditions for breeding dogs. The Canine Freedom Trail is one of many programs to which people transport dogs from states where shelters are full or crowded like Texas and Alabama to states where there aren't enough adoptable dogs like New Jersey and Minnesota. Okay, so... Christy found her dog on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Where did you find your dog? Uh, my dog was given to me. Well, we had two dogs at one point uh, for most of our lives here. Uh, the dog we currently have was given to me from someone who had two dogs. They did not get along, so mm-hmm. they were looking to get rid of one of the dogs. Got it. So we quickly. So that was that. a personal friend who reached out to you? Exactly. But a dog that just died last year, 
we got from Puerto Rico. Um, and in Puerto Rico, these dogs are called Sato's which are essentially just, you know, wild street dogs. And there was a shelter in Washington, PA, that we got this dog from. Fabulous dog. And so this shelter in Washington, PA, had flown a group of those dogs, dogs in, in yeah. a rescue effort. Mm-hmm. And then how did you find out about that? I read about it in the paper and went up to the okay. shelter and got in line and said, yeah, I'll take that dog. And there was Ruby. Oh, the Rube. We uh, love the Rube. Should have been in the circus. Oh, she, I mean, should, she should have been in the circus. Fabulous, fabulous. She's a little nervous life. for circus life, though. Fa- oh, nervous? I had that dog for, for more than – that dog would not come to me for six years. <laughs> six years. It came to my kids. It came to my wife. What I finally no, discovered. Yeah, yeah. Please, please explain the. I would say, method. come here, Rube. Come here, Rube. She'd like run away. I'm like, what was the deal? You know. So someone said to me, well, the dog probably was terrorized by someone, and you may remind her of that person, or maybe you're just terrorizing the dog. So what I discovered was, I mean, I tried all these different things. One day, <laughs> one day, I was seriously. She was the sweetest, but most oh. neurotic animal she was, I mean, so she was something else oh she one day i was holding some papers like i'm holding some papers in my hand right now just a sheets of white paper and i went like this while she was near me like i held the piece of paper like up in the air the dog ruby immediately saw the white piece of paper and crouched down like in this submissive position like down on the ground and i was like oh so i walked over holding the white piece of paper and while she was crouched down and I picked her up for the first time in six years, I picked this dog up and I was like, what is that all about? I put her down. She ran away. I walked into the room where she was. I held up the white piece of paper again (laughs) over her little head. She crouched down and I picked her up. So over a period of weeks, maybe months, the little piece of paper would come out. She would do her thing. I would do my thing, pick her up. But then eventually she realized I wasn't a threat, but the white piece of paper was somehow the weird signal that we were okay. But you moved from the white piece of paper to several other white things to try to get her to generalize the white right. thing. The, it got smaller. I moved to like an index card. <laughs> then I moved to like a little cereal box top. And it got it. I remember being at John's house one time when he was in the the um, bounty selecticize. Oh, I did that too. Yeah, selecticize category, right? I, I said, "What do you do with the paper towel?" He says, "This is the only way I can pick Ruby up." Come here, Ruby. <laughs> Come over here. It's the weirdest thing. I love that dog so much. Oh, you know, and you know, when a pet dies, isn't that the worst thing? I mean, I think about that. We've got her buried up in the backyard next to our cat, Sparky. I, oh, I mean. It's so sad. It's really sad. You know, they're part of your family, right? They Aren't become they? part of your yep. life. And, uh, you know, everything revolves around that. We speak of Ruby now, like in our house, like, you know, in hushed tones. Sure. But there were times, believe me, when I, those six years when she wouldn't come to me, I thought, I'm going to get rid of this dog. Right. This is like the most unappealing dog in my life. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get rid of because I just, I've had it. Mm-hmm. But I love her. Of course you do. Anyway, the wow. Rube. That's a wonderful thing. All right. But a million dogs a I, year. And, and how many people bought puppies during the pandemic and regret it. The number right now is a third. Right. So people who were lonely at home or felt like they were too busy before working from home during COVID and thought this is the perfect time for me to get a dog are now saying, why did I do that? So what? The shelters will fill back up? I again? don't know. I don't Can know. Can you but, imagine going but to But that number, one third, 
that I just saw in the news yesterday yep. is really something. It's a lot of dogs. Well, can you say, I'm going to go to the shelter and say, I don't like this dog anymore. Like, that would have been me with Ruby. Yeah, but right? you weren't like I that. I didn't do that, you... and I hung in there. And you used the piece of paper, the selective size, and the in cereal there. box stop yeah. to convince her that you weren't a threat. Yeah, everything worked out for the good. That's how it is. Okay. From uh, from chronic pain to dogs, you hear it all in the ride home. I That's don't know. right. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, looks like the Reverend Jim Baker is selling something new that could really make a difference. He got in trouble for selling the miracle cure to COVID. Yeah. That wasn't really a miracle cure, apparently. And uh, so what happens when, I don't know, celebrity pastors sell us stuff? that not only do we not need, but just isn't true. It's a miracle. That's straight ahead on the ride home. We are everywhere on your radio at 101.5 WORD FM, Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and at Radio.com. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. British Secretary of State for Defense Ben Wallace says the withdrawal of coalition forces from Afghanistan has created strategic problems that could enable international terrorism. For 20 years, we effectively bought peace on our streets because al-Qaeda was unable to launch plots from Afghanistan in the way it had. Uh, and we had obviously invested in, in education and, and support for the Afghan government. But, you know, I, I have been pretty blunt about it publicly, and that's quite a rare thing when it comes to the United States decision, but strategically, it, it causes a lot of problems. Wallace says he's worried al-Qaeda will return to Afghanistan as the Taliban continue to make territorial gains across that country. Tropical Depression Fred could regain tropical storm status today and is expected to approach the Keys on Saturday and southwest Florida on Sunday. This is SRN News. For a way- Lord, Ibrahim prayed, your word has the power to change a life. Please use this book to accomplish your purposes. When the ISIS fighter entered his room in Syria, Ibrahim looked him in the eye and said, I know you will kill me, but I give you my Bible. Ibrahim died that day, but the killer did take the Bible and began reading it. Today, that man is a devoted follower of Christ. Like the Apostle Paul, who participated in killing Christians, no one is beyond the reach of God's love. Shine the light of God's Word in the darkest places today. Just $6 sends a Bible to a persecuted believer. $60 will send 10. Call 800-279-1969. That's 800-279-1969. Or click on the Voice of the Martyrs banner at wordfm.com. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof. Or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you've lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months 
rates, no interest financing, and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how would you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding and roof replacement. Offer valid through 831.21. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsruspittsburgh.com. That is windowsruspittsburgh.com. Here's a thought. You wouldn't wear your PJs to an important business meeting, right? So why would you wear your running shoes on a serious walk? You need footwear that was designed specifically for walking, and nobody on the planet makes walking shoes that can even touch Skechers Go Walk Styles, the world leader in technical walking footwear. Skechers are walking shoes specialists, and Go Walk has a variety of technical walking products that will show you what your walk has been missing, like Go Walk Hyperburst with foam that's ultra lightweight with incredible rebound that helps propel you forward with every step, or Go Walk Arch Fit with podiatrist certified arch support that gives your walk the comfort and support you need mile after mile. And not only do Go Walk Styles bring the tech, they bring the comfort. And with all the colors and designs you love in both easy slip-on and sporty lace-ups. Plus, they're even machine washable and surprisingly affordable. That's walking smart. So don't walk in shoes made for something else. Walk in shoes specially designed for walking. Skechers Go Walk. Find yours at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. Cloudy and humid tonight with a strong thunderstorm in the area this evening. It'll be followed by a thunderstorm in parts of the area late tonight. Those storms could bring flash flooding and damaging winds. Expect a low of 67. Tomorrow, more clouds than sun. Less humid in the afternoon. High 78. Clear skies tomorrow night. Low 57. Sunday, sunshine and a few clouds. A nice wrap-up to the weekend with a high of 79. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Greetings. Thanks for coming along for the uh, Friday edition of The Ride Home, the 5 o'clock hour. We've got uh, uh, some fun in store here as we go along with this hour. Uh, Kath, uh, what time is it, please? Uh, it is time for me to tell you. Tell me what? Your weekend has begun. Oh, yes, thank you so much. It's five minutes mm-hmm. past the five o'clock hour. At least in this corner of the world, all is right and well. Happy Friday. You made it through the week. Yes, congratulations good. to all of you. Mm-hmm. Very hot out there. To us as well, extremely. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be cooler over the weekend. Well, that's very good news, it's isn't gonna it? It's going to be a great weekend. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. You got plans? Uh, no, thank you for asking. No plans. Mm-hmm. Don't you love those weekends? I do. Really no great. plans at all. No wick. No, no plans. You got the pod outside. Got the pod. The house is empty. No, the house is still a mess. Oh, okay. So I'll have to kind of work that out. But... All right, so you'll be cleaning a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think we'll be cleaning a lot. Really? Okay, so you do have some weekend plans. Not like it's you're not really hang a plan. Out. All right. All right. Uh, Jim Baker. Oh, gosh. You mean like um, a Jim and Tammy Faye Jim and Faye Tammy Faye, Faye. yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, He's on the PTL network. Well, you know, the Bakers, uh, they were in the middle of... Uh, evangelicalism right i don't know they no, no, were no no no, 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 no. no come on you know I, I believe that they were for many people i don't want to admit that they were i don't think they were in the middle of evangelicalism i think they were in the fringe well they were front and center on cable television yeah maybe yeah people you know if you were not a believer you would know jim and tammy Faye well because Baker. of her mascara just because of their ministry, I believe. They were they were gigantic. 
Were they gigantic yes. until they got caught? Well, I mean, it's a, an odd and nefarious story, and there are many angles to it, yeah. Um, but I believe that a lot of people loved Jim and Tammy Faye Baker. I'm sure a lot of people did, but I just can't I, – I can't say that they were ever mainstream. Well, I mean, yeah, okay. Depending upon the angle that yeah. you're looking at, and them depending from, on what right? your denominational no, no. background is, or right. However, you know, as we as Christians, we do ourselves such a disservice, don't we? we? Sure I mean, do. we fall into instead of caring for the poor and you know the the injured and those who cannot care for themselves. We do just ridiculous things in the name of Jesus. And, you know, in this modern age, the Internet age that we live in, it, it just gets even worse and worse and worse. But, but I believe you have to be really very suspect of the grifters among us. Oh, yeah. And um, I want to a, a play a clip here for you, which uh, was on the PTL network just a couple of days ago. And I'll play it without comment. But listen to this, please. I'm just going to reiterate that I want you, when you order this $1,000 to do it in faith, to sow that thousand dollar yes. seed in faith, yes. believing that this is part of your seed into the kingdom of God. You're doing something for the kingdom yes. of God. And God is going touching to touching the world. Just yes. they're touching the world. Literally. It's true. Mm-hmm. And so we're we're sending out to the the what do you call the blanket again? Miracles happen. Miracles happen blanket. Just a big that blanket right there. There it is. That is it's just a Sleep under it or do whatever you want to do with it. Hang it on the wall. <laughs> That'd be a great wall hanging. But uh, what else Lay do they get with finance. it, Nana? Lay it over your bills. Because yes. healing of your finances. Yeah, Put your wallet in there, your credit cards, all the bills, yeah. you know, house, the mortgage. Put it on there. We're having houses paid off this week, wow. this, this last month and this month. And I'm like, hallelujah. Yes. yes. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Really? You're going to give $1,000 to this ministry, and they'll send you a, a miracle blanket, and then you're going to put your mortgage and your bills underneath that blanket, and then all of a sudden, somehow, miraculously, your bills get paid off? I mean, it, it's almost criminal. It is criminal. It's spiritually criminal. Oh, there's no doubt about that. But there are people, and you know that, people who don't have the means to do so, they hear that because they trust that ministry, yep. and they think, I'm going to do that, mm-hmm. and I'm going to have all my bills paid off, and everything's going to be easy street from now forward, because God is with me, because those guys said it. And it's really hard to believe that after being caught this many times, he has enough moxie to keep doing this. I mean, he just got busted you know, what, five months ago, because he was selling the miracle cure for COVID. Remember the silver water, or yeah. whatever that was, right? right? And he paid a fine for that. And he paid a fine because you know why? It did nothing. Of course not. And he was making it up. I mean, he, it's, it truly, it, it is, it is a humiliation. Here's the thing, you know, and we'll be the first to, to admit this. When you sit with a microphone in front of you, of course, over time, You'll say ridiculous things because yes. whether you've got a microphone in front of you or not, you all say, we all say ridiculous things. But to create a product and to bill it as a miracle blanket is, is criminal. And it requires an, a measure of thought mm-hmm. to think, and, I'm going right. to put this out there and invite people to send $1,000 in to think this will do something. Right, so this, I mean, this is like premeditation. 
yeah, the essence of it. Right. right. It's not just you know. You're just you've decided you, in advance to rip people off, and you figured out how. Yeah. Look. In I, the name of Jesus. I, I don't know. I again. As believers in Jesus, we do ourselves such a disservice mm-hmm. by allowing this to happen. And I'm not trying to put myself above Jim Baker. Believe me, I'm not. But what goes on there, you more than raise an eyebrow at the nefariousness of the event. And, you, and you think to yourself, people somehow, for some reason, keep tuning in. Yep. Got you know. Does God help all those people mm-hmm. who are in financial turmoil who think that they can yep. afford $1,000 to do something like this? Because it's just wrong. It is clearly, clearly wrong. Yeah. And I, I just don't understand the desperation of people about that. That's yeah. all. So God bless them in their despair to think that they need to do something like this to help themselves financially. That's all. All right. When we come back, um, we're going to turn to Brett McCracken, senior editor and director of Com at the Gospel Coalition. And we're going to talk about... Um, sexual ethics how it is that we i don't know act like people who've met jesus represent him well to the world and are healthy and whole ourselves that's next right home hey you know what though uh, a beautiful weekend it looks as though the heat's going to uh, sort of fade away here this evening as the more storms come in so if this is a good weekend for you to get it out and about why don't you head on down to the washington county fair and when you're there check out marcia and the spring house hey marsh Hi, guys. How are you doing today? Listen, Marsha, I know you guys love the Washington County Fair. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. That's fabulous. So what, what's the presence of the Spring House like there? What's the connection? Sure. We have a, a couple connections. Um, my mom grew up showing cows there. She and my dad met at the County Fair, well, actually at the Green County Fair, when they were 14 and 16, and then ended up meeting up again at Penn State and um, got married after that. So we have that whole connection, plus yeah. all of us grew up in 4-H showing cows, and now are the next generation is showing cows of 4-H. So up on top of, up on the hill in the what's called the Jersey Barn, we have, um, we'll have six or eight of our animals all clipped up and ready to show this week. And down at the bottom of the hill in this big red barn is the Springhouse booth. And we'll have all kinds of really yummy treats there, like um, strawberry ice cream shortcakes, fresh, par- fresh fruit parfaits made with strawberries mm. and fresh peaches, oh. and mm. almond fudge balls, chocolate peanut butter brownie things. Um, just all kinds of yummy ice cream concoctions and people line up and we've got a great system and we get them zip, zip, zip right through and, <laughs> and uh, it's really fun. Fabulous. Okay. Head on out to the County Fair, Washington County Fair this weekend. Check out Marsh in the Springhouse. Zip, zip, zip. You're going to feel pretty good when you eat those Christmas, <laughs> those uh, ice cream delights. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Marsh. Thanks, guys. The station with Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music every weekend. With the best new music. New New music. New music from Jeremy Camp, When You Speak. When You Speak. What If by Matthew West. What if today's the only day? And May Angelus, Never Wanna Go Back. And I don't wanna go back. The best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. 101.5 WORD. On the weekend. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Upon your passing, you wouldn't want a judge to decide who raises your children or how your estate gets divided. It is important to review your estate planning documents to ensure they protect what matters most. At Abernathy and Hagerman, we will work with you to establish an estate plan that nominates a guardian for your minor children and that your assets are used for your family's benefit. Judge for yourself. 
for legal help that lasts a lifetime, visit a-h.law. Cornerstone Prep in West Mifflin provides preparation for life, supporting the goals of Christian families across 15 South Hills districts. At Cornerstone Prep, pre-K through 12th grade students are equipped through biblical discipleship and authentic education that features the arts, sports, AP and dual credit courses, and a heavy STEAM emphasis that ensures Christian students are fully ready for life after graduation. Now offering five-day pre-K for three and four-year-olds, Cornerstone Prep, preparation for life at cornerstoneprep.net. Hi, this is Robert Jermalowski, owner of Doing It Right Roofing, Siding, Remodeling. Looking for a new roof or siding upgrade? Call us for a free estimate at 724-NEW-ROOF or visit roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. Win an all-expense-paid trip to Focus on the Family's Sea Life 2021 event in Dallas, August 28th. Includes airfare for you and your family, hotel, and event admission. Featuring Focus on the Family's Jim Daly, music from Matthew West, and more. Enter now at wordfm.com. Called to love people. We are to love people. As Jesus called, right? Jesus loves us. We're to love in kind. But this era that we are living in, this woke era, this um, deconstructed era, uh, it's very difficult for Christians especially to navigate. And why is that? Especially, you know, when you look at sexual ethics, LGBTQ plus affirming, and how does that influence the culture as a whole, but especially a Christian worldview as you struggle with this? Well, Brett McCracken is with us. Brett's a a regular guest on our show, senior editor, director of communications, the Gospel Coalition. He is the author of a book we love called The Wisdom Pyramid, Feeding Your Soul in a Post-Truth World. Here today to talk to us about a piece that he wrote, Five Foundations That Lead to Compromise on Sexual Ethics. Brett, welcome back. How are you? Hey, thanks for having me, John. Great to be back. Thank you. I mean, how many stories, Brett, have we read over the last five years? People who have been caught in some horrific scandal, some, you know, persistent sinful life pattern. Um, It's been the wreck of a family. It's been the wreck of a church. It's been the wreck of countless people who placed faith in those people. I mean, over time, yeah, I was just thinking today, um, because I was listening to the Mars Hill thing on my way to work. I, it, you know, it's just it. I, I think I'm getting to the point where I'm just cynical about it, and I, that's a sad place to be. But I think you know, it's hard to have. It's hard to know what the right reaction is when you have experienced and just kind of absorbed all these stories for so long. Yeah, no, for sure. And there's a lot. Sadly, there's a lot to be cynical about, and, and a lot of these. You know, deconstruction stories that are happening right now. Um, there's there's very good reasons and catalysts for them um, because Christians have been, you know, hypocritical or leaders have let people down and um, yeah. So it's there's, there's more than enough blame to go around yeah. in a lot of different places. But I think it's important that we also just figure out, you know, what what goes wrong and at what point does it go wrong in our Christian formation, you and, know, right, so that and, later in life. Right. And what, what commonalities, yeah, yeah. And Brett, what commonalities we see in these stories that we're reading about. Right. Yeah. Um, sorry. Another phone in my room was just going off. <laughs> it's hard when yeah, you have several that, phones, right? <laughs> All right. That, Brett. that was what I was looking for, for in this article is just kind of trying to make connections between, um, you know, the stories that I've seen in terms of people losing their faith, deconstructing their faith, what 
commonalities are there in their backgrounds and the Christianity that they are coming from, and how can we kind of look at that history to better prepare ourselves to right. not make you know the same moves in our own journeys. And I think it's true, Brett, that you know you speak about this in your piece, um, Five Foundations That Lead to Compromise on Sexual Ethics, that the, the conversation about LGBTQ has been front and center now for so long, and so many people go, well, you know what, there are members of my family who you know are gay or lesbian or bisexual or whatnot, or and, I, and, and I love them, and I, and I can't, you know, as a Christian, you know, sort of, you know, push away from them or wag my finger at them. So I have to examine my faith. Maybe some, there's something wrong with my faith here that I may have to make an adjustment to. Is that a big part of this? Yeah, that is a big part of it. And that's one of the kind of scenarios that I describe in the article that is a common um, trajectory of a Christian who ends up um, changing their view or shifting on on biblical sexual ethics, a lot of times it is because of a personal friend, family member, someone close to them who is, you know, LGBT or or in a relationship with a same-sex partner or something, and it's it's kind of that question of, well, I either change what I believe the Bible says in, in order to affirm, fully affirm this loved one, or I maintain what I've always believed the Bible says about this and risk alienating this loved one, and, and they might reject me for doing that. So it's not an easy position by any means to be in, but um, I see a lot of Christians these days uh, in that scenario uh, opting to uh, do away with the Bible in favor of um, you know preserving the relationship. So, sure. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, Brett, from what you've observed, you write that most deconstructing Christians you've seen who shift on sexual ethics come from a faith background that has one or more um, common foundations. So let's break those down. These are interesting to me. Yeah, so the the article goes through five different kind of shaky foundations that I have seen um, produce these kind of deconstruction trajectories that someone later goes on in their life. So in any given situation, you know, they might not have all five of these um, shaky foundations, but maybe like a couple of them. Um, So the five that I talk about are a consumeristic orientation of, of faith, kind of that like Christianity exists to serve me and my interests and it's on my terms and, there's little tolerance for um, the cost of discipleship in that framework. Yeah. So consumeristic. Um, the second one I talk about is pragmatic. When when Christianity is really about, you know, the pragmatic impulse to not say anything or do anything that's going to alienate any kind of seeker. You know, it's the seeker-sensitive, hypersensitivity approach uh, where I've seen that lead to compromise because, you know, biblical sexual ethics, let's be honest, are not super PR friendly to right. uh, to unbelievers. So yeah. there's a tendency for the pragmatist to want to be silent or just not to give a clear answer when pressed on, on what the Bible says about such and such topic. Yeah. So um, I'll quickly say the other one's political, a, a kind of overly enmeshed, politicized faith, I think, can lead to um, problems later on. An overly emotionalistic faith, where it's just all about the mountaintop experience and what what Christianity makes me feel, 
you know, um, it's kind of a good vibes only faith, I call it. And then the final one I talk about is an overly cerebral faith. That's just all about what I know and kind of the knowledge of the scripture perhaps, but there's a disconnect with behavior and kind of how I live in a consistent way with what I know to be true. So that also um, creates lots of problems. And I think, you know, you really hit the nail on the head here with these these five different categories, Brett. And the, the, the truth is, though, that people, you know, this, this term of deconstruction, there are many people who, you know, we know people of strong faith, not just people who are, you know, milquetoast Christians, but people who have been committed Christians for a long time who have stepped away, deconstructed, reconsidering sure. where their faith is. Which, for a lot of people, I mean, you hear those stories and you think, what the heck? How can you just step mm-hmm. away from this? But when you p- paint these five things as you do, yeah. and you see the struggle with those, you know, the, the way that the culture is stacked against us now, where, you know, it, it's Pride Month and family members and whatnot, you could understand how, you know, a yeah. chink, a chink in the wall finally starts to erode people's faith. Yeah, that's right. It's it's kind of the combination of we're in an increasingly high pressure environment where, you know, it's not going to become easier no. to be a Christian maintaining biblical sexual ethics. It's only going to get harder. So there's more pressure. And then there's also, as my article is kind of um, talking about, there's also the internal fragility. You know, there's, there's things within the structures of our Christian faith. Um, in many cases that are not structurally sound and they've been built on shaky foundations. And so that's making us vulnerable to these, you know, crosswinds of our culture. Um, So we need to like, look, we need to go back and look at the foundations and examine them. I say in the article, we need to audit our faith and, and be honest, like, are we going to be able to stand up uh, and and stand by scripture and stand by God's word when the going gets tough on this issue, which is only going to get tougher. And uh, that's why I wrote the article, just for all of us, you know, myself included, just to be sober-minded and aware that, you know, is my faith solid enough to be able to be satisfied with what God has declared to be true about about sex in our bodies and our gender and all of that? Or am I going to be kind of wishy-washy when, when it becomes, you know, super difficult yeah. uh, for, for me? Right. Yeah. I mean, when I, when I hear um, people, you know, for me, you know, as a straight married man, it's, you know, comfortable for me to opine about LGBTQ. Sure. I mean, right. I mean, you know, it's, it's yeah. it sounds almost ridiculous in some way, you know, me opining about it. However, you know, I do find strength people like, you know, Wesley Hill, who are, you know, who is a Christian in, in a, a very strong intellectual force in his Christianity. But he's also what identify as a gay man who is celibate. I mean, to me, that's really <laughs> significant, I think. Think I, I would like to hear, you know, the, more of that kind of conversation imposing itself on the culture and talking to people who are deconstructing. Yeah, and I think open conversation is a key with this. Um, I think a lot of times deconstruction flourishes when it's assumed to be like an off-limits conversation. You know, whether it's a college-aged Christian who doesn't feel like they can talk about this stuff with their parents or their, you know, youth pastor, that's where these deconstruction journeys aren't often fruitful. They, they kind of lead to deconversion in many cases. 
So, yeah, I think we need to have more people speaking openly about this, people like Wesley Hill, and then people like um, Sam Alberry, Beckett Cook. There's, there's lots of Christians who have same-sex attraction who are publicly trying to live faithfully according to God's Word, even, you know, with those um, desires. So I think it's important that we yeah, hear them and, and, and have conversations with them and, and um, yeah, provide young people today especially uh, visions of how you can be faithful to God's Word on this topic. Yeah, and, 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 yeah. and Brett, don't you think also, how about maybe we talk a little less and maybe ask some more questions, listen better? I mean, I, I'm just, I'm tired of, you know, one more didactic um, presentation on how people who have who are same sex attracted need to live, you know, delivered by somebody who is not same sex attracted. I just I feel like it's insulting. I feel like it's uh, it's it it minimizes the, the reality and the narrative of what it is. And you know, so having you know, John was in uh, had a life in the theater for decades before he ever came to to this work. Um, I have had you know a whole lifetime of of uh, of of hobby and work in the arts. And so we have a ton of gay friends, ton of gay friends. And I don't want to ever, I don't want to lose those relationships, but I also don't want to lose the ability to talk about it. And I feel like that yeah. is a lot of times as Christians, we're, what we're at the risk of doing, we're losing the ability to talk mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. And I think that's a really, really insightful point. And it's what's so critical is that we don't undercut our ability to talk about it because our, our own lives are, you know, morally compromised yeah. Yeah. On, on some other issue, you know. So we, what we have to be careful is that we're, we as, you know, straight people are living according to the Bible's sexual ethics as well, you know, that we're, that we're faithful in our marriages, that we're not, you know, addicted to pornography, whatever, like, because I think that's where you lose credibility in these conversations is if, you know, you're talking out of one side of your mouth about, you know, how homosexuality is not God's plan, but in your secret life, you know, as a Christian, you're living some sort of other sexual sin. So I think we have to have a consistency across the board and and recognize that God's word on sexual ethics is costly for everyone, you know, yes. gay, straight, transgender, whatever, like there's, there's costs for all of us to bear. And we're, so we're in it together, you know, <laughs> we're all pursuing holiness and, uh, and it's no different for me as it is for anyone else. It, it looks different sometimes, but it's a costly pursuit of holiness for all of us. Amen. Brett McCracken's with us. He's the senior editor of the Gospel Coalition. Before you leave us, Brett, talk to us for a second about the, the Wisdom Pyramid, Feeding Your Soul in a Post-Truth World. This is a book we love. Tell our audience about this. Yeah, yeah sure. It's, it takes the concept of the food pyramid in, in terms of, you know, you're physically healthy by virtue of what you eat or, or you don't eat and kind of the, what constitutes your diet. And I'm applying that to wisdom, basically saying in this world of information gluttony, where there's so many voices, so much information coming at us, we have to be more intentional about what are the nourishing, nutritious sources that are feeding us and what are the the junk food kind of toxic sources that we don't want to have be the foundation of our diet. So the whole concept is based on, yeah, just where do we look for nourishing wisdom in today's digital world. Very good. 
All right, Brett, always good to talk to you. Thanks for being with us. Thank you, Brett. Thanks so much. It's terrific. Thank Brett, you. Yeah, Brett, Senior Editor and Director of Communications at the Gospel Coalition. The Wisdom Pyramid, Feeding Your Soul in a Post-Truth World. It's Brett Too many McCracken. carbs are bad. Used to be good, but now they're bad. An urgent message from the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. Imagine if 150 rockets suddenly launched directly into your neighborhood on American Independence Day. Yael Eckstein, President and CEO of the Fellowship. This is what Israel and her people live with every day. During times of crisis, your gift today of $45 will help save Jewish lives. When we went to bring food and water and clothing and medicine, and it said, donated with love by Christians in America, suddenly everyone the Fellowship touches, they know that the people of Israel are not alone. Your gift of $45 will help provide emergency aid, including food and medicine to elderly Jews and families in the Holy Land. Call 800-447-7733. That's 800-447-7733. Or donate online at blessisraeltoday.org. That's blessisraeltoday.org. Grove City College, a group of young people who are engaged in a rigorous academic journey. Mm -hmm. That's fair to say. What happens at Grove City College? This is not essentially for the faint of heart. It is a rigorous, Mm -hmm. deep dive into an academic load. It is. You know, I've had this conversation with both of my kids a lot over the last couple of years. Mom, I don't know how I'm going to do on the midterm. Like, I I don't know. What, what, What if I don't pass this class? And, you know, both of my kids do pretty well in school, but it's a challenging atmosphere. What I love about it, though, is that there's help for you. You know, it's like if, if you if you can't get what you need, if you feel like you don't have what it takes to pass microeconomics, which I didn't when I was an undergrad, All right. <laughs> they've got a, a great tutoring setup. So it, it's, it's one of those things that you want to be challenged, but you want to also have some people behind you to support you so you feel like in the challenge you can succeed. I'm into that. Grove City College, rigorous academics, great and fun athletics, wonderful Christian values, and some of the most amazing people that I promise you, you will ever meet. For more information, look online for you or your rising senior, gcc.edu. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word, Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and at Radio.com. Chris, you're not acting like a grown-up in our relationship. M2, M2. There's your comic book collection, the race car bed. I'm young at heart, but I put money into my 401k every paycheck. I'm taking control over my financial life, and that feels pretty grown up to me. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. For free ideas and easy ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. Are those footy pajamas? This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. Cloudy and humid tonight with a strong thunderstorm in the area this evening. It'll be followed by a thunderstorm in parts of the area late tonight. Those storms could bring flash flooding and damaging winds. Expect a low of 67. Tomorrow, more clouds than sun. Less humid in the afternoon. High 78. Clear skies tomorrow night. Low 57. Sunday, sunshine and a few clouds. A nice wrap up to the weekend with a high of 79. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. It's a fearsome thing 
to uh, open up a news report today and read about what's going on in Afghanistan. It really is. I spent this the morning reading, you know, as, I don't know, five or six different uh, news sources to kind of see the different takes people had on it. And at heart, it's a human story. I mean, so much of the conversation is about policy. It's about how could Biden do this? How could Trump have started this? This is a horrible idea. Um, But and you can get caught up in all that. And it's certainly a a conversation worth having. But for our purposes, uh, I just came at the end of all of that reading today to say, I, I don't even know how to pray about it because I'm so overwhelmed with grief looking at what's happening. I remember the same thing when the American troops pulled out of Syria. And just thinking, okay, so what's happening to the average person? What's happening to the average church or the average neighborhood? Um, and so, you know, we decided today that there was nobody that we could really talk to about this any better than our good friend, Dr. Len Bartlotti. Um, Len is an expert on the Afghanistan region. He's lived and worked among the peoples of Afghanistan for over 35 years. He's worked with nonprofits. He served on the board of the largest Christian NGO that serves there, and he continues to consult and train workers in the language there, in the culture there. And so um, to guide us through this, Len, welcome back. Thank you. It's great to be with you. I miss you guys. Yeah, we miss you too. Fabulous. (laughs) So Len, Sometimes I just scroll through Facebook uh, just to see your radiant faces. Uh, <laughs> That's the essence of downtime, Len. <laughs> Len, you spent, as Kath said, many decades amongst Pakistanians and Afghans. You know people that we're talking about right now whose lives are now turned upside down if they survive at all. Uh, speak to us about those people that you think about now that you've been praying about. Well, we all know it's pretty, it's pretty heartbreaking. Um, I think the pandemic has helped us realize there's a lot of things we just can't control. Um, Those of us who know and love the people there um, wish that it would just end. It's been over 40 years of uh, constant uh, conflict. One of the prayers that's on our hearts, and my wife Debbie reminded me of this today, is, is we pray that God redeems the suffering, that somehow he uses the suffering to accomplish his his purposes. You know, uh, American troops are leaving. Everybody's leaving. Um, that can get out of there. But God's not leaving. That's really important for us to remember. God is not abandoning those people. Christ loved them, loves them. He, he, he died for them. He, he didn't die for Islam. He died for Muslims and for you and me. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's where I start with that. Um, God loves them. He cares. Um, he wants to, to send his love and faithfulness to them. We pray that God redeems the suffering. I, I guess when, when we think about how to pray for this situation, um, one, of course, is to pray that uh, pray for the people, the suffering people, especially the women, the children. Those who are caught you know, in the crossfire of all of this. Um, they've been suffering for years, and now it just goes on. It goes on and on. I've been in touch um, with uh, an expat worker friend of mine. We, we were just texting um, just a short while ago. Most of the expatriate workers um, are, are having to leave. They've had to evacuate out of the other cities. There'll be others that will be leaving uh, the capital soon. And I think that's another prayer point um, for, for all of your listeners, uh, to pray for these people who have learned the language, who have served the peoples of Afghanistan, in the name of Jesus for, for many, many years. 
uh, pray for them as they go through this very difficult uh, leaving. Um, they've got local colleagues. Um, I think we know that um, you know there are those translators and others who work with the with the U.S. and other military there, and of course um, we, we hope that they will be able to um, to find safety or provided exit. But there are other um, local workers who work with NGOs um, who are also desperate um, to get out of the way of this thing that is coming uh, towards them. Um, those are the that's where I'd start. But I wouldn't stop there in terms of prayer. Um, I think it's important to pray for the local believers. I don't know whether, you know, you can believe this or not, but there are Afghans who are following Jesus Christ. That That's really good news. Um, they found life in him. They found hope. Um, not lots. Couldn't give you the number. Uh, the Lord knows them that are his, the Bible says, but... We want to pray for those believers. You know, another sort of miracle happened recently. The Afghan government has allowed uh, people, as they get their new identity cards, um, they've allowed them to to tick the box for having another faith Mm. other than Islam, uh, Christian, uh, Hindu, Buddhist, uh, Jewish. So we pray for those local believers that God will will take care of them. And then I think finally I would say to pray um, pray for the progress of the word of God. Um, the scriptures are available in audio form. It's going to be difficult to download those from the internet. Phones are suspect now. The Taliban take your phone. They look at, at SIM cards and they take the SIM cards and smash them. And they're looking at your local contacts. It's a pretty dangerous time. But um, I know for sure the word is still going out through radio. And in that part of the world, radio is a primary um, avenue of communication. That should make you happy, actually. Um so uh, th- those are those are some some points I would say for prayer. Very good. Well, thank you, Lynn. I mean, you know, as Cal said when you came in, we, we read the headlines and you feel a large element of despair. Uh, what can we do? So to distill this down into elements of prayer for what you just described, that certainly is a help for us in when uh, uh, we're feeling helpless. I mean, I can only imagine those men and women who are standing there right now in Kabul or wherever they are. It's like you're standing there and watching a tsunami about to come upon you. There's no doubt there'll be wholesale slaughter for people that uh, uh, I'm sure hundreds of thousands of people are about to be murdered here. Um, And we, witnessing this from a worldwide perspective, feel helpless as well. So the little that we can do is also a very large thing which is to pray and pray in Jesus' name for peace yeah. for those yeah. who are affected and especially for those tormentors that they would know the peace of Christ in their own lives. Yes, yes. I pray that God invades uh, the the dreams um, and the sleep of Taliban, that uh, in, in effect that they will be tormented in their dreams, that Christ will reveal himself to, to them in the night seasons, that they will have conviction of sin. I mean, we're all sinners. We all need a Savior. God can redeem the suffering of these dear, dear people. I was thinking today, just final thought came to mind was, you know how we, we see a lot of wildfires going on now yes. across the world. Greece is, is burning. Uh, Siberia, good heavens, is burning. Um, California, the Northwest, and so on. But, but I think we, we've heard how there are certain seeds that are only activated by fire. Uh, certain pine cones, for example, that are sealed with resin, but the, the fire burns that off and 
seeds are able to to, to sprout uh, and you get a new forest that begins. There's another uh, type of seed that, that's activated. They actually call them fire activated seeds. Quite interesting. Uh, there's something about the heat and what happens there that releases chemicals and so on. And the seeds take root in, in the ash of, uh, of that's left by the fire and something sprouts. And, and, I, and I pray in these days that the gospel that has gone forth in Afghanistan for these many, many years. First missionaries were there in 1853, sharing the gospel with it, with Afghan peoples. But we have not seen breakthrough. We've not seen movements to Christ in, in a grand scale like you do, for example, in Iran in these days. But, but in Afghanistan, it just hasn't happened. And I just wonder, how, how much fire do they need, Lord? How much more pressure? How much more suffering? Oh, God. In wrath, remember mercy. Uh, but we pray that somehow the, the word of God that has gone out, that's been shared in so many ways, by word and by deed, acts of compassion and so on, that these will be, in effect, fire-activated seeds. Amen to that. that there will be many who will turn to Christ um, and find hope and find love. And with the man of sorrows, he understands their tears. Mm-hmm. Um, and they will find life uh, in him in the midst of. Uh, they're suffering. That's Dr. Len Bartlotti. Uh, Len you, has been in and out of Afghanistan as a coach, a consultant, an educator for many, many years. Len, thank you for lending your perspective to us today. Thank you. Pray. Mm-hmm. Pray, as Len says, for those men, those women, those children in Afghanistan. Pray for their safety and their peace, and they know the life-changing blood of Christ on their lives. WORD. Turning Point with David Jeremiah. God has a purpose for each one of us and that in each of our lives there will come the prison experiences. There will come the problems, the difficulties. And that in the midst of those, God wants to teach us and he wants us to learn. Join Dr. David Jeremiah for his series, Overcoming Loneliness, next time on Turning Point. This evening at 7.30 on 101.5 WORD. As you know, Mike Lindell has a passion to help everybody get the best sleep of their lives. And he didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the Giza Dream Bed Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza Sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. The first night that you sleep on the Giza sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors, and Mike's latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. For a limited time, you receive 50% off the Giza Dream Sheets. You receive a set for as low as $49.99. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use promo code WORD. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on MyPillow products, including the MyPillow Mac. Mattress Stopper, MyPillow towel Seats, and much more. Call 1-800-391-0954. Use the promo code WORD. 1-800-391-0954. Promo code WORD. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. 
term provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance to buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you. All you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-555-2085. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. Research shows that people remember radio ads with British accents. So to help you remember that Liberty Mutual Insurance Company customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need, take it from a Brit. Oi! Barmy insurance blokes filching dosh out your pocket. It's Barmy. Liberty Mutual won't leave your skint, mate. Uh, can you just say, Liberty Mutual customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need. I think that's what I said, you blooming... Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. It's been another week. That means it's time for John and Kathy's Week in Review. What was everyone talking about this week? I think people are probably talking about the Delta variant. In fact, that are we going back to masks? Masks. That's what I'm saying. Everyone's talking about masks. masks. They're giving Nazi salutes in Fox Good Chapel last grief. night. Mask, mask, masks. Okay, right. Fine. What was a conversation that made you think? At the uh, at the top of my list this week has to be Thursday at five ten. Yep. We had Dan Priaco here in the studio with his dad Bill and his sister Kathy, and he just told the story of you know being a West Point grad and uh, trained as an Army Ranger, feeling like his whole life was ahead of him. Top of his class. Top of his class, um, and suffered a car accident in a coma for nine months and. Um, been in recovery ever since. And yeah. That's been 30 years. He is 100% disabled, but his mental faculties are 100% sharp. Mm-hmm. So he's trapped inside of his broken body. Uh, do yourself a favor. Look and buy A Noble Knight. That is Dan Priatko's story. I mean, it's a story. It is not a story of depression. Mm-mm. It's not a story of despair. It's a story of real hope. I like, agree. not the fake kind, not like happy thoughts, but like actual hope in an actual savior. Yep. A Noble Knight, Dan Priatko. What did you eat? Listen, Belisario's is this pizza joint in Allison Park. I hadn't been there in a long time. Yeah. We got pizza there a couple of nights ago. It was awesome. I loved it. And you know what it was? Huh. Buffalo chicken. Oh. I hear you and Classic Mike talking about that. I am seriously invested now. You, you dip in there in the blue cheese dressing. Oh, what? Oh, yeah. That's what I did. Really? Mm-hmm. That sounds delicious. Okay. What am I eating? Again. BLTs. You and the BLT. I've had more BLTs oh this summer. Gosh. I don't even care. Those tomatoes and that bacon, the lettuce and the mayo. Uh, I'm in heaven. That's what. What I'm kind of bread do you use for that? Well, we we uh, vacillate. That's an excellent question. Now, my wife bought some French bread. Okay. Which is fine. Yeah. Me, I'm of the mind that you should just buy the cheapest, whitest bread possible. We like Wonder Bread. Kind of, and lightly toast it, and you're good to go. Because it's not about the bread. It's about the bacon. It's about the lettuce and the tomato. What did you watch? I watched Midnight in Paris, which is a Woody Allen film oh. from 2011. It stars Owen Wilson and Rachel McAdams and a bunch of people like Adrian Brody and that beautiful French woman. What's her name? Marianne Cotillard. Listen, I love this movie so much. Really? Even though it was a Woody Allen it. film, right? Even though it was a Woody Allen film, I tried to overlook it. Listen, I, it's not a movie for kids, but it's not. Re- there's nothing really... 
It was. I loved it. Very nice. I am over the top about it. What was it called? Midnight in Paris. All right. You know what? I, I haven't watched a whole lot this week. I just really haven't. Last night, um, my cousin texted me and said, hey, they're doing that baseball game in the cornfields in Iowa. I turned it on for two seconds, and then it started to storm. I sat by myself on my front porch for like four hours and watched the rain and the lightning come down. I don't know. It's summertime. I'm sort of staying away from the TV. All right. All right. What hacked you off? I mean... Story after story about Afghanistan. That's exactly I mean, for me too. I just can't stand it. I mean, I don't. I can't figure out why this. Is, why we're doing it. We watched what happened in Syria, right? We're doing this again. We just it, turned our back. We just it, it. You you invest two decades there, and all of a sudden you just it, oh, you broadcast that you're leaving. You you died. broadcast that you're leaving, and that, so it, it, the whole thing. I just I policy wise humanitarian wise it's just an absolute catastrophe all of our service people who died there people who have been maimed crippled for life and we just we just walk away i mean i I, look i'm not a policy expert but boy it sure breaks my heart what was the best news you heard this week you know how hard it is to be a mom or or a dad you always feel like you're screwing things up you're ready you know you're on the verge of a cliff at all times you're gonna fall off anyway i just read something that one of my kids wrote on social this week yeah it was so encouraging yeah and you know there's you have to take those moments of victory you're like wow i agree that is Perfect. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was best news Very for good me. news. Excellent job, Mom. Me, I'm kind of the same way. Um, my youngest is headed to Penn State main campus on Tuesday of next week. He's a, he's a good guy, smart guy. He did two years at CCAC because he didn't want a lot of college debt. Now, finally, after the COVID year off, he's been chomping at the bit. He's headed to start his new life. And do it, Quinny. Mm-hmm. Makes me very happy. And that's John and Kathy's Week in Review. Everything that we do in the office is to provide a comforting feel to you and your family. Stock Family Dentistry, where exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. We do value the time that you spend at our office, and we understand that you don't have hours and hours because lives are crazy nowadays. But we want to really make sure that the time you're spending with us is efficient and effective and works for you as an individual. Harry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. As you know, Mike Lindell has a passion to help everybody get the best sleep of their lives. And he didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the Giza Dream Bed Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza Sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. The first night that you sleep on the Giza Sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors, and Mike's latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. For a limited time, you receive 50% off the Giza Dream Sheets. You receive a set for as low as $49.99. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use promo code WORD. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel seats, and much more. Call one 800 Three nine one zero nine five four. Use the promo code word one eight hundred three nine one zero nine five four. Promo code word. At Eden Christian Academy, hope is rising. Hope that is secure in God, that builds faith and inspires a love that can't be stopped. Eden is where parents find hope in a true educational partner. 
where students see faith woven into every subject and where teachers model the love of Christ to every child from pre-K through 12th grade. Schedule a personal tour at any of their three North Hills campuses and witness the hope, faith, and love that Eden can offer your child at EdenChristianAcademy.org. The United States has killed Osama bin Laden. Hours after that announcement, the White House leaked that it was SEAL Team 6 that carried out the operation. Al-Qaeda placed bounties on the heads of all Navy SEALs. Then just three months later, a U.S. Army helicopter carrying many from SEAL Team 6 and others. Get everybody out there. We have a fallen angel. A fallen angel. Roger. Fallen angel. Extortion 1-7. The story most Americans don't know. Watch exclusively at SalemNow.com. Why doing it right, roofing, siding, and remodeling? As an Owens Corning Roofing Platinum Preferred Contractor, it's simple. It's in their name. They're doing it right, and it's what you'd expect as a homeowner and what they intend to deliver. Call 724-NEW-ROOF. Whether it's offering curbside or next-day delivery for online orders on over 160,000 parts or getting involved in their local communities, when it comes to serving you, Napa's Motor never quits. That's Napa know-how. So the Steelers season is going to get underway in a little less than a month. And, did you um, watch it last night? I didn't watch it last night because I have this thing. I don't watch preseason games. I just don't. Christy, did you watch it? Yes, I did. The whole okay. thing. What? The, whole thing. the whole thing. I love that commitment on your part. How was it? Well, the first half was eh. second half was better. Okay. That takes a commitment. Why would you be interested in um, preseason? I don't have cable, so you know, gives me something to watch. Sure. Right. You have no cable. No cable. I have all streaming services. Mm-hmm. All right, so let me ask you this, Christy. Um, We're dragging you in here. I am. I'm, I am dragging you in here because Ben Roethlisberger, um, 38 years old, and clearly, you know, in the you know waning days of his career, 38, which is fabulous. He's, his career has been absolutely fabulous in Pittsburgh, um, and I have high hopes for him this year. Do you? No. Okay. Neither do I. What? Come on, he's 38. Both of you, really? He couldn't move last year. You think he's yeah. got any better in the offseason? I'm not saying he needs to move. I'm saying well, he can, as long as he can be accurate no, and throw no. the ball downfield, I'm happy about it. The hallmark of Ben's uh, whole career was his movement, mm-hmm. right? Listen, it, I'm, it's Jeez. not It's not like he's was right. standing yeah. back there like the Statue of Liberty. No, no, but pretty much lately no, he has not, been. Uh, no, I think. Listen, he's, he's going to be a whole year removed from that knee surgery? No. My guess is... Or, yes. I hate to say this, but my guess is he may be injured early in the season. I, and I would think it. that, too. What is wrong That's what I'm with saying. you Thank predict you, Christy. a thing like that? I'm not, I 100% I'm not agree. I'm not Both wishing him bad luck, but you know, you know, or an injury. Bad luck. Please don't call me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll just, be the one picking up the phone. <laughs> I'm just saying... He's right for that sort of thing to happen to him. And right, I love fine. Ben. Okay. I love Ben. Okay, I do. Good. I'm pro Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. But he's a little okay. older, All right. a little slower. Okay. Say things go south. Who's coming in? Oh, not, not who's Christy? anybody in there. I think Dwayne Haskins. Okay. For sure. Yeah, me well, too. Well, last night he it's recommended Rudolph, himself pretty well. Can't like, be. I don't think. I, no, I, no, no. I think. I don't think it's going to. I think it's time to move on from Mason. I do too. I do. I like Josh Dobbs. You don't want that. He moves quickly, yeah. but yeah. Of anybody, who's I like in having I like having him around. You got three choices there. If he's going to be, we need a third string player. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so you're going to put Haskins in at number two, yeah. and you're going to put Josh Dobbs at number three. Yeah, are you going to put Mason Rudolph? No, Josh Dobbs. You're going to release Mason. Yep. What's the Steelers' record this year? Well, we're playing 17 games. First off, right? Uh, are they? Will it be a winning record? Yes. 
Yes, yes. Ten and seven? No, better. Oh, no mm-hmm. way. Eleven and six. What? No, no, I feel good about eleven and six. No, I'd say I say they... Okay, if we can get through the first five or six games, which are going to be brutality. If that... Ben gets through those five or six games, that's what all I'm saying. I, I think they'll win eight or nine games. I agree. Christine. Eight or nine. Thank Wait, you, Christine. you know, yeah. you. I don't like this coalition you're I, in. I'm I, just saying it doesn't look good, does it? No. Right? We're in a rebuilding Listen, no. phase. We're Listen, in a rebuilding phase. We need hope. We love the Steelers. Hope springs eternal, people. Okay. I appreciate it. There's going to be a revitalization of the offensive line. I okay. feel it. Well, you know what they all need down there? The miracle blanket. <laughs> Bring it on, my friend. We all need it. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com.